Blog Talk Radio. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo. come on. good too. 
So, Father, we thank you for this time, and we just thank you that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord and my Redeemer. And I just come against any kind of principality, powers of darkness that will try and stop anything in the airways. You're under our feet, and you have to go. The blood of Jesus covers the airways, covers this show, and covers the people. So thank you, Father, and I just thank you in Jesus' mighty name. All right, uh, let's see, lots to talk about. We only have uh, a little over 20-something minutes to talk, and I wanted to kind of share a couple of things. Well, one, um, a lot of you know that the Lord has been carrying me on this journey where I'm learning more and more about the Jewish roots. God always has a plan for, for what he's doing, and I've come across more and more Christians God is doing the same thing, is letting them know that it's not um, like that's Old Testament or the old law. It's just showing, just like Jesus said, I come to fulfill the law, and the law is written on our hearts. And we have to understand some things that are in the vine, in the face of Judaism, so that we can understand how it really does point toward Jesus. And I'll be talking about that. Um, I went to a Hanukkah party. Just this week, it was here in Hollywood, and it was a rabbi, um, a very young rabbi, and it was really interesting because I had so much fun. There was many people from the church I go to, um, who, which has a lot of people that are in the film industry and called to Hollywood, got sent them there. A lot of um, ministers' children go to this particular um, church gathering community. And the rabbi came and talked, and he talked about Joseph and how we're in that season of Joseph from going from the prison to the palace. And that is exactly what's happening, is we are getting ready to be manifested in the earth as sons and daughters of the Most High God. And he shared about that. And it was so interesting, because one of the things I love about having the freedom to worship God is that it's also a freedom to not be in bondage, and we were able to just dance and have a really good time, and it was a beautiful, beautiful menorah, and the Hanukkah menorah has nine um, individual candles that are connected, and the center candle is the one that you light to light the other candles, and that center candle is representative of the Lord. Um let me just tell you that Hanukkah actually was a celebration that was after um, the Lord was resurrected and went to go um, sit on the right hand of the Father. And so it's a Jewish tradition. It's not part of what we consider the appointed feast, but it does reveal one of the favorite aspects of God's character. He loves to, sh- to show off his, the Lord. And it says, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. And basically the Hanukkah story is that there were um, a a remnant, sounds familiar, a remnant that actually um, defeated an army that was coming against the the Jews and burning up their temples. And there was a group that went in and lit the menorah. They only had enough oil for one day. And miraculously, it was lit for eight days, and um, I just wanted to read something to you about that, that, um, you know, they believe that the Lord came to 
Judaism during the Feast of Tabernacles, which we just went through. Um, is during that time, even the Feast of Lights, and we believe during this season um, that the Lord did come up on the earth. But um, one thing I wanted to write, read to you, because, again, all these things do point back to the Lord. Uh, let's see. I just love it. Okay, the traditional celebration of Hanukkah includes lighting candles on each of the eight nights of the holiday. A special ninth branch candelabra called a Hanukkah, Hanukkah, is used. <laughs> Excuse me. The ninth candle is called the Shamot or Servant. This candle is lit first and then lights all the others designated for the night. In like manner, when you are lit by the flame of God's love, the light of Jesus ignites the other eight fruits of the Holy Spirit. Love releases joy. Joy releases peace. Peace releases long-suffering. Long-suffering releases kindness. Kindness releases goodness. Goodness releases faithfulness. Faithfulness releases gentleness. Gentleness releases self-control. You then become the fully lit candelabra of God, shedding his light and love into the dark world. Amen, amen. I just want to um, say that, that that just like will tie in. Now, a lot of us, Christmas is the time when we do get with family, we do share, we do give presents. And I know in my own family with my children and um, my mom and dad and sisters and brothers, we would always go around um, my mom and dad's house and, you know, we have food. The kids would get there the night before and they could hardly wait to get up the next morning to get the presents. And it was after we had pretty much the whole family is now born-again Christians, we started to add another tradition, which was we would – um, have someone share about the birth of Jesus. So in that tradition, I want to read the birth of Jesus story. It's found in Luke second, the second chapter of Luke. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed them in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. 
Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all those things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Father, we thank you for the reading of this word. Let it permeate into the hearts of all listeners. You know, I when I read that, so many things came to mind. One, when I hear Bethlehem, it reminds me of when I had the good fortune and the blessing to go to Bethlehem. It's not very far outside of Jerusalem. And I remember going with our group, and we went to where they believed Christ was birthed, and there was a church over it, and we got to see the star and all the ornateness. But I remember we went out to a field area, and we went down into a cave. And they said this is the other place that they believed this was where he was actually born. And I have to tell you, of the two places, the cave like the cave that we went to truly witnessed to my, my spirit and to many people that were there that this was the place or this was the general area. And as confirmation, I believe, we had taken pictures. We had taken pictures of each other and in those pictures were just hundreds and hundreds of orbs. And I know because those orbs are angels. You know, coming from the city of angels, I just saw someone walk by with a jacket that said angels and reminded me. You know, it was the angels, the messengers of God that said that gave the proclamation that a king was born, that here he was. And he gave it to the shepherds. And whenever you see Jesus, whenever you be in his presence, you can't help but go tell everyone. And that's what they did. They went and told everyone. You can imagine Mary, as these things are happening, that she's really saying, oh, my goodness, this is the Christ child. This morning, before I got up very early this morning, I was listening to, and a lot of you, if you haven't checked checked out, Jesus in the Morning with Minister Barbara Mack, you are in for a treat. What a wonderful woman of God and very powerful show, and she's on Blog Talk Radio. So I set my alarm for 4 o'clock a.m. so that I can hear her show, and she's East Coast in Florida, so it's 7 a.m., but... Um, before that, I had awakened, and God had wakened me at 3, 3, 3, <laughs> in the morning. And I just said, Lord, you are just so strategic. You know, three is, is the Godhead, and it's just 
you know, just showing that God is God and God is right. Everything's God right now. And and I have pulled out a book that I hadn't um, looked at in a long time. And I was trying to remember where I um, was given this, and it was in Israel. And it talked about um, Ron Wyatt. And I remember hearing, and I think this is the gentleman that I actually met, um, because I was listening to the story and they were talking about, here, you know, that going and seeing how, you know, the priest would take the blood of the unspotted lamb and put it on the mercy seat, you know, with the Ark of the Covenant. And I was reading this morning about how they believe the blood of Jesus that was on Calvary actually dripped down into an area beneath that where they believe the Ark of the Covenant was and went on into the mercy seat. And what I remember reading this morning is how they took that blood and they had gotten it tested many, many times. And the blood had the DNA of the mother, but it didn't have any DNA of the father. So I, I just think it's so uh, just miraculous and just wonderful how the Lord just shows us over and over again that, you know, he is so real that the world just has no idea of on that holy night what came to earth. So if you have a chance this time to talk to someone, tell them about Jesus. Tell them what Jesus means to you. You know, um, our family, each one of us, we have our giftings. We we do things a little different as far as um, as far as proclaiming Jesus. You know, at, um, extending a hand, witnessing. But I remember I was listening to a song, and I want to play that for you right now because it was a song, and it had me remember about the times around Christmas and around this time of year. And, you know, this is a time to really go out and remember and be with family, even though right now I'm not physically with my family. My family is all back east, my boys, my my grandchildren, my mom and dad, my sister and brother. And even though I'm not going to be physically with them, I'm with them in spirit. And we are, God gives us addition to our family. I have a spiritual daughter out here. I have many, many wonderful um, people that God loves, the orphans and the widows and the homeless and, and so many people that God has been able to touch while I've been here. And we're family. I'm getting with some of the family this weekend and really just giving because it's all about giving. So I just want to play a song by John Legend that says it don't have to change.
my people in the struggle. You think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go. Long way. That's why we love you. 